Welcome back to Mr.'s Irrelevant, Mr.'s Mini episode. It's your boy, Padre, over here. I may as well start a new Ashley Madison type website now that they've gone down with how often I'm committing poddultery these days, but Podnam is out of the scene once again. Homesick, apparently, so. He's leaving you hanging, man. Leaving he you is. Hanging. I think he's just, uh, I don't know. I think he's not ready for the season yet. It kind of snuck up on us this year. I don't know. Yeah. It was. It was. It came kind of quick. So. Well, I think you know I was trying to take veteran off days or something, but <laughs> the show continues. We got to recap today the NFC North. So. The black and blue division. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. introduce you first and then we'll get it into why it's Absolutely. called that because i don't i might have a theory but i don't know for sure uh this is marvin over here what's going on guys what's marvin. up I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the resident uh packers fan in the office uh, resident packers fan yeah I'm the, the office one. in the misters irrelevant studio headquarters it's, it's, exactly it's uh it's just me um i get ridiculed for it sometimes but you know what am i gonna do i'm a cheesehead and where I'm does from. this She's had this come from or why? So I'm not like you. I'm not from Wisconsin. Like you're from Cleveland. You're a Browns fan. I was, you know, coming up, I was just a big Far fan as a kid. That's the first game I saw with the Far versus the Pats in the Super Bowl and jumping around and everything, running around, going crazy. And it just stuck. So I stuck with the team. For stuck number with four. Far. Yeah, exactly. Where did you grow up specifically? The Bronx. You know, the rest of my teams, I'm a Yankee fan. You know, you guys just whooped us, the Indians, gave us a, a, a bad three out of four. <laughs> How was that? You were at the stadium. How was I it? I was. Look, we'll take a side corner to get into some baseball talk here. So I go to at least one game every year when the Indians play the Yankees. Typically, I go to one game at the stadium there. Probably the first time I've seen a win by my tribe in like probably like four years or something. You guys manhandled this. But then they, but you went to a game as well, was it? Yeah, went to I went the one to, victory for the Yankees. Yeah, I went to Jorge Posada Day and I was, you know, get all sentimental and have, you know, nostalgic flashbacks of the, of the 90s teams and everything when I was a kid. But So they won for yeah. Jorge, they, they didn't win for Pettit the next day. Though. Exactly, we lost 3-4 and now we're two games back. But enough about baseball. Football season. Here's an obscure question for you. Which NFC, a North team, do you think is most similar to the Cleveland Indians? To the Cleveland Indians? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. I would have to say probably the Minnesota Vikings. And why? So the Indians, you guys have had heartbreaking losses throughout the years. You've, got, you've had these mm-hmm. super teams, you know what I mean, where you've gotten close and Remember in the 90s, you guys had Jim Tomey, Manny Ramirez. Mm, Albert Bell. Albert Bell, 97. You guys lost in Game 7. And the Vikings the Vikings have had that happen. You know what I mean? Like, they lost a couple Super Bowls early on. When Favre was on the team, they should have beat the Saints that game. They, they outplayed them. Was they had some fit of the Scott Norwood field goal miss? Yeah. That might be like the Jose Mesa thing. I think yeah. that's a good answer, Marvin. No. Yeah, the Vikings, man. They're... They're rough. Uh, I think they're going to be good this year, though. little sneak peek. Into All right, well, we'll get into it right now. Why, we'll talk Packers first inside your squad, but why? let's get back to it since you mentioned that. Why is it called the Black and Blue Division? So the Black and Blue Division, you know, all of the, well, most of the games are played in the outdoors. You know, the Packers, 
Not the Vikings. They not the Vi- well, the Vikings sides. now. Do they now have a retractable? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I know Detroit is the only one that you know they still play under the dome. But the Bears and the Packers, who are the oldest franchises in the NFL, you know they play in Soldier Field in the frozen tundra of Lambeau, and it's just supposed to be a hard-hitting division. It was always known for his defensive players, Ray Nitschke. You know the Bears have quite a few Buckus, etc. But so it was always known as the black and blue division. Since then. I like it. I do think since yeah, like you mentioned, the Lions play indoors. Who knows what the Vikings are doing now? They did for a while. <laughs> I don't know if it's. I think that AFC North maybe should have had that name. The AFC they all, North, all actually yeah. Play outside. Yeah, but a lot of those teams, well, except for the Steelers, you guys, the Ravens are new. You know, they're they're relatively new. So um, it has to be. Has Cincinnati. To be a legendary Cincinnati division. was never any good. You know what I mean? So okay, fair I enough. know that's your division, but fair enough. It is, but it's not we're here to discuss. Let's get into it. So you're a Packers fan. Yes. Because of Favre. Because of Favre. Stuck with it. Stuck with it. Turns your nose up to the Jets and Giants. I assume that's what people in the Bronx mostly would go for. Yeah, pretty much. They they wonder why I'm not a Giants fan, but I I just never liked them when I was a kid. I don't know why. But you're you're lucky that you've had, I mean, all Packers fans are lucky, at least of recent years, how they just transition in from one great quarterback to an even better one, essentially, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, I, I think... Aaron at this point is ahead of Favre, in my my personal opinion. And I love Favre, but Aaron Rodgers is the man. So yeah, I mean you can just move like Favre couldn't. I mean run yeah. around like that. He doesn't turn the ball over. Bigger. Yeah, but probably ended the season. The Packers did with one of the worst losses ever. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I was at a bar watching the game, and I was there with a couple of Seahawks fans. Most. Mostly everyone at that bar was a Seahawks fan. I was one of the few Packers fans there. And it just seemed too good to be true at first. We were big underdogs in that game. And as the, as the game's progressing, it's the third quarter. I'm like, Jesus Christ, we keep, turn, we keep getting turnovers. This is looking good. This is looking like it's legit. It might happen. Fourth quarter happens again. I don't want to put, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself and jinx everything. But I was like, you know, when, when HaHa got that interception and he went down, I was like, this, Super this is Bowl. happening. This yeah. is it. You know, but I don't even want to talk about it, man. Bring <laughs> down a dark path. <laughs> it's bad, man. It's I still I'm still a little sad about it. Uh, the other day, you know, we had a kind of a catastrophic thing happen again. It's pretty bad, but okay. Well, we can talk about that, but not, maybe yeah. the black and blue division is it was a black game for you. Yeah, it was a, it was it a was dark a blue off season of yeah. sadness. Yeah, it was a dark it was a dark day in, in Packerland, man. It was Which, pretty bad. Another dark day recently during a uh, this past week a preseason event against the Steelers, I believe, right? Yep. The Steelers got one of their players uh, yeah. heard uh, the center. County. But he's probably coming back before the end of the season, which is not the case for one Jordy Nelson. Yeah, man. Torn ACL, he, non-contact, right? He not yeah, non-contact. It looked like he got up, walked off on his own power. He had a little bit, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't even. It didn't look serious. Were you watching the game live? When it was I was not. I was keeping up. I was keeping track of my phone. And when I saw we scored really quickly, it was eight nothing. We went for the two point, and I'm like. I don't know who I was with at the time, but I'm like, yeah, I feel good about this year. I'm feeling really confident. I'm like, we're going to go out. We're going to demolish teams after that loss last year. And then... Wait, did he get... Was it the injury happened on a two-point conversion attempt? No, no. It was oh. It was a uh, just a straight pass. He, he came back to the ball, caught it eight yards out. And when he landed, he just 
landed, I guess, a little funny and went down. It sucks. But, you know, with that being said, when you have Aaron Rodgers... Right, next man up on the receiver line. Yeah, I think we'll be okay, but... So, who is... Com- I mean, obviously, at Randall Cobb, they got Devontae... Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. Who's, like, the third option now? So, the third option's on the team. Right now, playing in, you know, with the, practicing with the first-team defense is Ty Montgomery, who was drafted in the third round this year. You know, the scouts say that he looks a lot like Randall Cobb, his, his style, his game. So, uh, you know, he's... Practicing with the first team. With that said, the person who resembles Jordy Nelson the most in size is Jeff Janis. He's 6'3", Jordy 6'3". He's 219, Jordy's 217. But he was drafted, I think, in the fifth or sixth round. He was drafted very late. He didn't play too much last year, which was, was his rookie year. Where was, when was Jordy Nelson drafted? Jordy was drafted in the second round. Okay. Don't remember the year, but he was a second round pick, so he was a high draft pick. But as far as, like, their physical attributes, Jeff Janis is probably the closest to him, and he'll probably see a lot of burn as well. Can Janis do the play where he just cuts it into, like, the inside a little bit, just gets <laughs> the ball and runs the end zone? Because that's what Jordan Nelson does. Like, I don't know, man. Play. Yeah, Jordan Nelson does that so well. I have no idea, man. I hope so. I hope he can be ha- – if he can be half of what Jordan Nelson is, we'll be fine. But okay. I don't well, I think the Packers still should be the favorites in the NB division here. But I guess there was well, so a little concern on injury there. But and obviously, if any big pieces like Rodgers or anything got injured, it'd be all over. But, yeah, yeah. If Rodgers got hurt uh, again, I don't know if my heart can take it. <laughs> <laughs> but the defensive end of things is usually seen to be more of the weakness on the team. Yeah. In the Rodgers era, better this year, worse, same status quo. I think. We brought in a lot of... of uh, A.J. Hawk and... Uh, A.J. Hawk is gone. Tremont Williams, Williams is gone. on the Browns now. Yeah. yeah. Our, our defensive backs are really young. We're usually one of the youngest teams in the league. Um, we drafted uh, Randall to play cornerback in the first round. Even though he played safety mostly in college, but we drafted him as a corner. He looks really good in, in camp, though. He, yeah. he got an interception in that game against the Steelers. So I'm hoping it'll pan out. With that said, we have a couple suspensions up on the front line. Latroy Guion, he got suspended. He was carrying guns and weed and money. So not NFL per, not stuff. performance enhancing. No, no, it's just, you know, typical NFL stuff. And Mike, uh, no, not Mike Dan- Mike Daniels is holding out. He, well, he's not holding out, but he wants a, a, a contract extension. So that's another thing. Hopefully he's not disgruntled. We really need Clay Matthews to have a good year, right? Yeah, Clay, I want him... I would prefer he stays outside where he's normally, but if he has to play inside, he played great out there uh, last year. So if he has to stay inside, so be it. But Sam Barrington is coming around. The defense is coming around. I, I trust the defense. Is Matthews considered the defensive leader on that team or is someone else to look to? Uh, I think so, yeah. Once Charles Woodson left, yeah, Clay probably stepped into that role. Um, he's probably not rah-rah, but... Yeah, I think he leads by example. He's always, you know, he's a star of the team on the defensive end. So, yeah, I would say so. When yeah. you say that the term rah-rah, turning in my head, how do I work this in with the guy also named <laughs> Ha-Ha? But I can't come up with anything. Let's well, move on. Ha-Ha, man. I can't say enough about him. That guy's doing Said a good first. rookie campaign. Yeah. And has probably the funniest name in the NFL. Ha-Ha Clendix. My like guy. Not, I mean... I'm sure this has been brought up before, but it sounds like he got drafted like right out of like a nineties like <laughs> Jay Leno routine or something. I don't know. Alright, let's move on. 
Let's pop over to the other outdoor team, or I'm getting confused now, the Vikings being outside as well, but let's talk about the Bears. The Bears. What do we think about them in 2015? Still still rolling with Jay Cutler. Smoking Jay Cutler. So Tressman was uh, showing the door because he couldn't get that. He couldn't get it done. Get it together. Uh, well, two years ago, they had a very good high-powered offense. Splitting time between Cutler and Josh McCown. Last year, I went downhill. Yeah. And they were under, certainly underachieving from what it seemed like they would have. Now Brandon Marshall's off the team. They still have Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus Bennett. They still have weapons, but can Cutler even get it done anymore at all? Or I don't know, man. Uh, to be honest, I hate Jay Cutler. He's, uh, he, he's, his face, he's not well known his for being a likable <laughs> His face is just annoying. I don't know. He has a punchable face. You ever seen I would agree. Punchable no, face? I think it, that's a good description of Jay Cutler. Yeah, that's Jay Cutler for you. But the Bears, I... I, I picked them to finish last in the division. They just drafted a rookie wide receiver in the first round, Kevin White. He went down with an ACL, so he's out for the year. Um, and he was supposed to be, you know, kind of filling in for Brandon Marshall. Him and Jordy can hang out, get, he, some, get yeah. some sausage and pepper. Yeah, and exactly. Stadium. Watch the, the B&B division. But, so he's out. Um, they brought in Eddie Royal, who played. Oh, that's with, right. They brought him. Yeah, he played with Jay Cutler before, and not the know, most inspiring right. second option. Eddie Royal was really good in like September, and then he just fades. That's when, what he's once known every, for, right? Yeah, once he everybody him in fantasy, you got like two good weeks. Out e- of him, exactly. Man. Once everybody drafts him, he kind of just falls off a cliff. But I just feel like this team is not ready yet. They brought John Fox in, that might mm-hmm. show up the defense a little bit, but. I just don't see it. Fox does have a good track record of his teams making the playoffs. Yeah. But maybe less to work with here so far. Uh, on the defensive end, what do we think? I, I don't see how it can be worse than last year. They were terrible last year. They were one of the worst defensive units the past couple years. That and their secondary especially was the main yeah. problem, right? Yeah, So and they couldn't get a pass rush either. So... I can see it improving, but I still don't think it's enough to take them to the top of the division. Uh, especially with the the Lions just made the playoffs, they're still pretty much intact. The Pack, even with the injury, are still the class of the division. And the Vikings, with the youngsters coming up, I still see the Bears finishing last, even though they'll probably improve a bit. Okay. Well, since I've waited up, let's do let's predict records after we talk about all the teams then. Because uh, I have the schedules here too. I'm trying to see if who has the easiest schedule of all these teams. Now, they're both playing the NFC West yeah. and the AFC West this year as their non-conference or their non-divisional games. So, I don't know. Would you say those two divisions are tough this year to play against? Well, when you're playing, yeah, the NFC West is, is always, it's always seems to be loaded, you know. Yeah, well, With, the Niners should be downhill this year. But. Yeah, but even their defense will probably still be okay, you know. And Cap always kills the Packers. It's That's true. Inevitable, he just always does. Um, I don't think we have him on the schedule this year, though. Or do we? Yeah, no, no, you're playing every NFC yeah. West team, NFC West team, uh, week four at, at San Francisco. San Francisco. He's, so. the, he's the only team that he shows up for. It, it's I remember great. the playoff game, like, I guess it would be two years ago at this point, or was it even three years ago, where it was just like he was like a video game, yeah, like he couldn't he's be stopped. It was, it was it was two and three because we played him two years in a row in the playoffs. Like, it was he the did first it to us. year that he was, yeah, that was in San Fran and then in Green Bay when right. it was like negative 20, he still beat us and killed us. I, I don't like having it, all right, yeah. Not. So, Green Bay, yeah, the past <laughs> few years has some real issues with the NFC West. I'm realizing yeah. it. We're lucky enough, though, we don't have to go to Seattle. We play them at home, so 
that's not a bad thing. So let's move on to Detroit. Finished second in the division last year? Yeah, second. Okay. Yeah, they, they had a heartbreaker, too, to the Cowboys, right, the week before. That's right. So it was the thing in the NFC playoffs last year. It was like each team was getting screwed over on a call or something happened. Yeah. Or then, was... And then the team that won, that, that happened to them yeah. next week. Yeah, they got killed nah, the, I remember. The, the previous week. Yeah, it was the, the playoffs, of, the heartbreak playoffs. It was, it was really bad, but... But uh, let's see, are they looking to be improved this year? Well, they got this this rookie running back who's supposed well, I know because of fantasy, and uh, I drafted him. Abdullah, right? Exactly. He's supposed to be legit, so. And a lot of people I was seeing, some NFL guys I follow on Twitter that aren't always, like, in the most mainstream uh, takes on things, they were saying, really look out for this guy, and that seems yeah. to be so far in the in the preseason, but who really knows? I mean, yeah, you never know. Fantasy's jumping on it. Exactly. They still have Joyke Bell, who is not a good person to rely on in fantasy. I learned last year. Yeah, <laughs> to my chagrin. But uh, Stafford is like the kind of guy who he's like just enough to to get you some wins, get maybe get to your playoffs. Yeah, now, but he doesn't really. He's take he's, it over the edge ever so far. In my opinion, he's like a poor, uh, no, not a poor man, a rich man's Jay Cutler, where. He's not that bad. He he can take it to the playoffs. Jay Cutler, I just you know how I feel about Jay Cutler already. But I think Matt uh, Matt Stafford, he's like a, a trick or treat. He can he can be amazing one week. He can throw 500 yards, and then the next week he'll throw four interceptions. Especially if Calvin Johnson is out. Yeah, when Calvin Johnson's not there. But although Golden Tate played pretty well last year, yeah, so that was the first time in a. He did. While they had an, a good number two option, yeah, and their defense helped by Johnson was yeah. amazing. Their defense was really stout last year. I mean, they lost Sue and they lost Fairley this offseason, so their pass rush might not be as great. But they brought in Lodinata, correct? Yes, yes, they did. So I've always liked him a lot. Even yeah. though he's getting a little old at this point. I mean, he's not gonna rush the quarterback like uh, like a Sue, but he's like. Stops up in the Yeah, middle. yeah. It might. Their run defense was really good last year. Uh, Eddie Lacy can attest to that. So, I mean, I'm sure Nada will make up for some of that, but I don't know. I don't know if it'll be enough. I like their team. They're going to be pretty good. I don't think they'll be as bad as the Bears, of course, but I don't think it's enough to overtake the pack. Not yet. Okay, I think I'm inclined to agree there, and especially I do like their defense better than Green Bay's, but. On the offensive side, I can't. I need to see the consistency there. Yeah, before. their tight end uh, Eric Ebron. He's drafted. been a big yeah. disappointment so far. Yeah. Right? He needs to step up. I mean, if he steps up, I, I would be scared. They might scare me, but if not, I I still don't see it. Not yet. Okay, so last team to go over the Vikings. This is a team I find intriguing. I've always liked Zimmer. He's now his second season as a head coach there, right? I think he does a good job, especially getting the defense in order. Teddy Bridgewater, second year. As a Browns fan, I'm upset that the Browns took Manziel <laughs> over him. Although, to hey, be fair, Manziel's, if, they would have, uh, yeah, if they would have taken Bridgewater, he would probably suck anyway. Like, it's the curse <laughs> of Cleveland. But I don't know, man. I hear Manziel looks good this preseason. Uh, he's got an out with elbow uh, strain right now or whatever. Oh, he's yeah? going to play a preseason game three. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Let's not. <laughs> Let's uh, get back into Teddy. What do you like about what his rookie campaign was or what do you think going forward this year? Uh, I like Teddy Bridgewater. He has a lot of poise. Um, he doesn't seem to get rattled. He's even keel. You know, like, mm-hmm. and that, that, you don't see that a lot with, with a lot of young quarterbacks. So 
You know, I like that. Agreed. And he has a rapport already where they let him play last year. I thought that was big. You know what I mean? They let him play. They let him get out there and see what he's about. He built a rapport with uh, Charles Johnson, the, the wide receiver. He's pretty good. Now they have Mike Wallace, deep threat. That's right. They got him in there. I know he's pretty one-dimensional, but hey, you never know. It's a dimension they haven't really had in right. recent. Since, so since Small has yeah. 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 And they got to get quarter up Patterson uh, yeah, he, doing more things. Yeah, and, yeah. I feel like they should use him kind of like how the, when the Seahawks had Percy Harvin for those couple games. You know what I mean? They spread him around, out the backfield and everything. I feel like if they do that with Patterson, it'll be for the best. That'll be the best way to use him, use a player like that. But at the end of the day, the reason why this team is going to be good, I feel, is because of Adrian Peterson coming back. And that's right. That. That's it. So, I mean, yeah, this has the potential to be a high-powered offense again, yeah. really. If, you got, if you, you're pounding it with Peterson, using Johnson as, like, the every-down type of, you know, get-first-down type of guy, a deep threat, and Wallace, some trick plays with Patterson, uh, red zone target with uh, Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. So going over to the defense, this is where they're a little more questionable. But again, like I said, I like Zimmer. I think he does a good job. Yeah, he did a good job uh, last year. I really like their draft pick from last year, Anthony Barr. Yeah, who had a very good rookie season. I assume he's going to keep it up. Their secondary is where I think they have a lot of issues. Although they have a pretty good safety now. Um, that was a rookie last year as well, right? Harrison. Um, yeah. Smith is it? Yeah. At the corner position, they don't really have too much of anything good. Yeah, I mean... I think they brought Terrence Newman in now. He's like 42 years yeah, old. Yeah, he, he keeps chugging along. Um, I know, but, Zimmer likes him. Yeah, Zimmer likes him. Zimmer had him on the Bengals. So I, I believe in, Mike, in, in Zimmer. He's a great coach. I think, you know, he's a perfect kind of coach to have in that, in that system where the players are young. They have North Turner as their offensive coordinator. So he, And we know... Norv is terrible as a head coach, but as an offensive coordinator, he's pretty good. He, you know, his running backs are always going to do their thing. and So I feel like their offense is fine, and with Zimmer on defense, he can establish that young defense and make them something, you know, somewhat of a threat. So are the Vikings a threat to make the playoffs? Are they a threat to overtake the Lions, finish second in the division? What do you think? I think both. I think they will finish second in the division, and I got them as my last wild card team. Okay, so what do you think of records for the 2015 Vikings? Record for the 2015 Vikings, I have at 10 and 6. Interesting. 10 and 6. 10 and 6. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 9 and 7. I do think they're going to be a very interesting team. I think they're going to win some games. I think Bridgewater has a good year. But, yeah, I don't think it's going to be quite over to 10 wins. I'm going to say 9. But now I'm thinking about it. Last year, I recall picking this division. I had all three out of the four teams in the division I picked to make the playoffs, excluding the Vikings last year. And then I had Chicago and Detroit as the two wild cards. Yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. But Chicago could, be a, could be a case again where I do that again this year. But now with Chicago as that team out. Yeah. Well, for the Bears, what do you think their record will be? The Bears... Jeez, I, I just don't see them being any good. Uh, are we talking let, like real bad, like four wins? Are we talking like six, seven wins? I think I think they'll be five and eleven. Five and eleven. Well, looking at their schedule, they have the so they probably have the easiest schedule I think in the division. Right. If we were to go through it, um, um, Packers in week one. Right. To me, that's an L. Cardinals in week two. I think that's another loss. 
Agreed. At Seahawks. So they're, they're at a tough start to their schedule. Exactly. Certainly. Then they're at the Raiders. That could be. They could get a win in there. At the Chiefs. I don't know. At Lions. Yeah, no. So what? toward the end of the season, they might be able to pick up a win or two. Um, the two extra teams they're playing, where the other teams in the division aren't playing, are the at Buccaneers at home for the Redskins. Those I don't be, think either. Those those could be two certainly, wins. the Redskins are going to be garbage this year. I don't yeah. know about the <laughs> but yeah, it could go really bad for them, like really bad, or it could just be middling. I'm going to say six and ten. Go to the Lions. Now you said that you think they're a playoff team again, right? So not quite. Oh, you're I got, not saying that. no. I got them as a third team in the division. Okay, I got them at nine and seven. Uh, just missing out. Just missing the playoffs because the NFC is stacked this year. I got the Lions on the outside looking. Okay. I'm going to flip what I said about my Minnesota pick. I think they're going to go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs, mainly based on that defense. And then the Packers, 16-0 and 0 for you. <laughs> Man, it would have been nice. It would have been nice. But, uh, I don't say it would have been. It's going to still happen. Not without Jordy, man. I'm going to miss that guy. Coming into the season, I was like 13-3. and Oh, let's side question. Are you normally like a Packers I don't see why you would be as a Packers fan necessarily, but are you very pessimistic normally about your team, or are you optimistic typically? Or preseason usually, what do you feel like? Uh, uh, preseason, I'm always optimistic for the most part. Okay. This season, I was the most optimistic because of how Until, we... Because of how we lost last year, you know, I thought it we're going to yeah. use that and come back. And well, you only think they still could, even with this injury now. Yes. They could just add it to the list of things. Yeah, but instead of going 13-3, and three, which is what I originally had them, I have them at 11-5, and five, winning the division by a game, and being one of the first two seeds in the, in, the, in the NFC, probably the second seed. Okay. Well, I'm looking at the schedule now. I don't know if I even see five losses on this thing. We'll see if their offense somehow struggles, which I, I doubt it would be too bad. Maybe some. Yeah. In the division, maybe a te- you know they'll have a hard time against Detroit. Yeah, even Chicago. Like, all division teams play each other yeah. top. The, the Vikings, believe it or not, man. In, in Minnesota, the Vikings always kind of tend to give the Packers a, a, a tough game. Let's uh, see last where that is on the schedule. Mid, mid-season kind of week 10 at Vikings, so that could be crucial. Yeah, I mean, in the middle of the season, we kind of – it's a little tough. So – it might be rough. I just know as a Packers fan, I've seen my team blow games that we shouldn't have blown before. And I feel that's why we'll get to five losses. It'll just be a game that we had no business losing. That'll happen. Well, I'm right. going to take your advice on this one as being the true fan of the Packers. I like what you're saying. I'm going to agree that they will go 11-5. Um, Fair enough. I'll temper my expectations a bit as well. So for my record, I have, yeah, going Pack. Detroit, Minnesota, although close, I still have Lions ahead of them, and Chicago. Depending on how things shake out, I'll, I'm gonna before the season starts, I'm gonna give my final playoff predictions for both conferences. I have to do a couple more divisions in the NFC, but I might, you know, depending on how things look, could be another case this year where I take three teams out of this division to make the playoffs. We'll see if I go that crazy again with the black and blue division. Let's see, man. So I'll now call it. Forever. They let you down last year, man. I hope they don't let you down this year. So. Yes, well, I only let down myself because I'm probably <laughs> the only one who really cares about my predictions. So. I care, Drew. I care, man. Thank you, Marvin. I care. I care that you took the time to join me on today's Mr. Mini episode. 
Hopefully, yeah, this was awesome, man. Future. If you if you want to have me back, uh, if uh, maybe, maybe now, just if he takes off again, you know, maybe yeah, maybe I'll just tell him to take it. Hey. maybe you want to do another division with me uh, next yeah, just, time. Just let me know. Hell, mystery, don't bother to explain.